We were talking about phone boxes yesterday and how some of them were going to be taken away from Cork City and replaced with uh, various things. Uh, Huge reaction. Many people feel hugely nostalgic for the old old phone boxes, including Paul Murphy, who's made a business out of them. Good morning, Paul. Hi, Shay. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How are Uh, you? Great stuff. I'm great, thank you. Great to be on. Good. Good. Just pull the string on the tin can that you're speaking on just a little bit tighter. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, we we tried that when we were kids. It never worked. That never worked. Because you, you can never pull the string tight enough. Press button A. Press button A. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your business called Phonebox Man. Um, I restore original Irish phone boxes and um, put them back into use, into, into putting out into, into the communities around the country and um, for all sorts of uses, uh, mainly for local communities, bring, bring them back into the villages and towns. For use uh, with defibrillators uh, to, for to, for a service for the community, um, and um, some private uses put them in. I, I had a guy put one in. He put one in as, as a urinal beside a little bar he built on the side of his bar for the lads to run in and have a wee. Okay. Um, and one went there a few weeks ago to London to be used for an Irish, an Irish builder over there. Put one as a shower beside his, his swimming pool outside in his garden. So, so just it's to clarify, these, these are the old concrete phone the boxes. Old, the, yeah, the, the old original boxes. Yeah. Do you want to describe them to people who, who maybe, maybe well, there's people listening who they're, don't remember them? They're, they're cream and uh, and green, chili green and antique cream. There's the funny one wants to paint a box. Um, and they've got the telephone, the old telephone um, uh, sign on top. And... They have the, the AB boxes, in, uh, AB phone, but they had the AB phone inside them and a, a directory shelf and some instructions or, or a little notice from the, from the P&T or Telecom Marion or whoever it was at the time. They're usually on, so, a, on, a, on a concrete. They were made of concrete, were they? Absolutely, solid concrete, yeah. The only wooden part was the door. And that's the only bit that, that didn't survive, really. The, um, the, the box, they, they, they would last forever, although rust got into the, the window part and... and um, Back in Telecom Aaron went around with the angle grinders and cut all the windows out and put perspex in them. So a lot of them don't have the windows still in them, so I have to reinstate them um, in concrete. So and there's you, a lot do, of work involved. Do you recreate the original wooden door? Do you put the, the leather strap on that was used yeah, instead of the I spring? Yeah, I put the leather strap on. Yeah, leather strap and the spring as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I do all that. Yeah. And you know, so I make them a lot. Sorry, you know the way sometimes now you can buy a new car scent. Do you do you put the special smell in as well that needs, <laughs> needs to go? <win? laughs> I listen. I, I've often uh, thought about giving them a spray, spray bottle of, of some kind of scent that would have been in tomorrow, but I leave that to themselves. <laughs> but you also need somebody outside. Knock. Are you finished? Yeah, knocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, they must be hard yeah. to find now, though. They are. They're very scarce now, and um, most of the ones that, that that I would restore are where people who knew someone. Because because there's, there's a lovely video and it's well worth looking at. It's called Bye Bye Now, and you'll find it on YouTube. And it's it, it's a documentary on the guys that went around taking taking away these phone boxes, and they they used to just just smash them up in the back of a trailer. So the ones that have survived have either um, if you knew someone in the P and T at the time uh, or whether it was Air Telecom Aaron or whoever it was at the time when they were sat taking them out. If you knew someone, you could say, listen, they probably said, listen, can I have one of them if you're getting rid of you know of anyone? And they got it and it's in their yard and they've done nothing with it for 30 years. And that's usually when I get them because they say, listen, I have this here. It's, it's, in, it's in a terrible condition. Um, can I sell it to you? And that's basically how I get them. But I, I also realised that there's a finite supply on them. So I, I had moulds made of an original... Um, of an original box so I could manufacture an exact replica 
in, in concrete, same as so you, you wouldn't tell the difference between the two, but and I sell them as well, a replicas. And uh, what, were you, what were you doing before you started to get involved in phone boxes? Uh, I had a, a long and successful career in uh, the security industry, electronic security, CCTV, and um, access control and intruder alarms. And uh, I had it was a good career. Um, I put the first camera system into Crow Park, which was worth over a million euros back in 2003. And uh, so there, 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 it was nice. That was enjoyable kind of stuff. But um, through, I suppose, getting caught up in the whole corporate thing and the, the, the recession when things hit in 2008 uh, and my mental health wasn't going so well. I was suffering from depression and anxiety. And uh, I, I had been getting an interest in, in antiques and restoring things. I was drawing clocks and stuff. And I, I, I always fancied to look at the clock, the phones, phone boxes. I had they, they were very cool because growing up of a certain age you now, you, you, you do remember them and they, they kind of stick in your mind. So I said to the wife, I seen one on done deal for sale. I think it was, it was about a thousand euros and, uh, and it was in bits. It really was in bits. There was, there was no windows or nothing in it. And, uh, I said to the wife, I said, do you mind if I, we spent uh, some of our, the few bob in the bank on this and me not earning it? Uh, but she said, yeah, go on. She was, said, if it keeps you busy and, and occupies you, she'd be delighted. So I did. And that was, that was where it all started. Um, I was doing it. I was living in Collins Avenue at the time and I was doing it in the front garden and it's a busy road. Everyone was stopping and talking. Everyone would stop and have a chat with you about their memories and all the things they got up to in it and their members are some guys would come in, they worked on them. A guy came in, he used to fit them originally and he gave me an original brand new old stock handle that he had in the shed. And another guy gave me an AB phone for it. And just there's so much interest in it. Uh, and that, it went from there really. Okay. Um, um, did you find, you, you just it's, it's just something that struck a spark or made a spark of me there as well. You said about restoring things um, when when things were a little bit you were on, down, feeling down. When you were talking about yeah, anxiety yeah. and depression, did you find restoring things to be therapeutic? Without a doubt, without a doubt, and I still do. I still find it very rewarding. And even the phone boxes, I've done so many of them, but it's 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 rewarding going through the processes. And when you get to the stage that you're actually painting this thing that you've either created from scratch or you've restored and brought back to life and then putting the door on and 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 you see the, when the guys when you, when you have a, a a tidy towns committee and they come up to look at it and you can see them beaming that they're going to get this back in their village again it just gives me such a a, a, a feeling of, of pride and and accomplishments that that, that I've, I've done this but it does bring so much happiness and uh it certainly does and therapy for myself as well so <laughs> So whatever it is that, that uh, I'm, I'm restoring, whether it's, I, I did an Eames lounge chair uh, or, or clocks or different types of furniture, I did a couple of Art Deco. Uh, we, we go on holidays um, usually to antique fairs either in, in England or France. And I brought back a couple of uh, um, Art Deco uh, lounge chairs and uh, they, um, I restored them and, and, and I sold them on. But that, that's, uh, I, I do get great, great satisfaction in it. Have you and is it, are you busy now with with the phone boxes? Do you need to supplement your income with something else, or can you make a living from that? Um, I don't think you'd make a, a complete living. I, I do. I do still buy and sell the antiques, uh, and my wife is working. But um, our, our needs at this, this age of our lives, our needs aren't what we would have been when we were bringing up the kids. The kids are all grown up and out out of the house, so um, we don't have mortgages to worry about. So you, 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 your needs, I suppose our needs aren't, aren't as, as high as they would have been. So 
you wouldn't you wouldn't do it if you if you're rearing rearing kids, rearing a family, you know, or paying a mortgage. But it it keeps it keeps food on the table, you know. <laughs> it's good, and it, it comes in bursts. So normally it could be quiet for two or three months, and then you get three or four boxes ordered, and you're gone. I, I, I sometimes work seven days a week when it's busy. Okay. But um, and and that, do you ever, that, and that's, do you, do you, are you ever tempted to go back to those to the life of of no, the corporate world no, of a million euro, no, euro turnover? That, that's, does that ever kick no. in though and go? Oh, maybe I could do this or do that. And no, no. Honest to God, I have regretted the best life now. I really have. I can, I can, as I say, I could work seven days a week, or I can get up at ten o'clock and saunter into the workshop. I have a little workshop um, in Balbriggan. Uh, it's on a farm, and there's a lovely community there. There's other guys there have units. There's a body shop, and there's a mechanic, and there's gardeners there, and there's a lovely community there, and all supportive. And it's, it's just I'm, I'm living the life now. It's just, I wouldn't. I would not. Uh, uh, I wouldn't swap it for a hundred grand a year. And, I wouldn't. And I was on that hundred grand a year, and I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> I would not do it again. It's not worth it. It's not worth it for your personal health and happiness. And that's 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 where I'm getting out of this job. Well, I, I speak to some friends of mine who are involved in the men's shed as well, and they're young men. You know, yeah. There's a there's a vision that people who are involved in men's sheds are, are, are of a particular generation. They're not. They're, they're people of all ages and one of their great pleasures is that they take projects on whether it be restoring things around the community whether it be plant boxes or uh, post boxes or something like that and they said the satisfaction that you get out of just standing back and going actually we did that Absolutely. that looks Absolutely. that looks and people yeah. admiring it as well um, there was a story about the, the a UK telephone box do you have a UK telephone box? a red well, one? well I had yeah well I had the two in, in the house in Collins Avenue and it was a bit of a landmark I had an English one and an Irish one in the front garden and uh, it used to be a landmark for the taxi men to stop but uh, you pass the phone boxes or before the phone boxes on it's a long Collins Avenue is a long road but uh, yeah I, I love the English one as well I love it I mean they, 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 they're, they're, they're um, fairly iconic design and they're cast iron they're a little bit more refined than the Irish concrete ones but um, I still love the Irish ones but I, I, I have done I've restored two of them the first one I did uh and I, the second Irish phone box I, 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 I restored and, and, and an English one I had in my garden and a guy drove, drove, drove by and asked what I sell it to him. It's down in, I'm trying to remember, um, down near Nina. It's okay. outside a pub, each side of the road you have it. And it was back before, before they were voting for Brexit and you had to sign up no Brexit here. You had the English one across one side of the road and the Irish one the other side of the road. It still has it there now. Um and uh, that, that's where one went and the other one I still have it's, 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 it's actually my workshop now I may I may stick it in my front garden here I'm, I've moved to Bettystown so I don't ah, know if the name is ready for me glad <laughs> to, well, here's a text for you glad to hear the telephone box man is still around I missed him from Collins Avenue love to see the two phone boxes in his garden what an inspiring yeah. there's another one for you from Fiona what an inspiring man hope he's proud of how he's helping himself and bringing himself back to life I so ah, and so he should feel proud and happy he's really cheered me up and that's from Fiona. Ah, that's great. Isn't that great? We that's used great. to. Yeah, well, sorry, there's just one more from an XP and T worker from Post and Telegraph's worker. We used to lift the concrete floor in the phone box to retrieve coins for tea money. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and I obviously didn't know then, but when when they were around, but yeah, the, the, the money would fall down. It's just a concrete slab on the floor, and you lift it up because they would the cables would come up from under the floor. And I've 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 found coins and and old. Um, 
the the cards for the oh yeah the call cards, cards found, yeah the call cards found a lot of them in the, in the back of the backboards and stuff brilliant actually I'm going to talk to somebody in a moment who loves call cards but how do you get in touch with you where's the, where, what's your f- website Twitter Facebook okay. etc phoneboxman.com is is the website <sighs> phoneboxman.com and at phoneboxman is the Instagram mainly Instagram and Facebook is at phoneboxman Twitter at phoneboxman so it's Basically, phone box man. <laughs> Everyone knows me as phone box man. <laughs> Stay there with me, Paul, because Emer is on the line from Limerick. Morning, Emer. Morning, Shay. How are you? You are. You are a lover of payphones. I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit slow to keep up with technology, but um, back in my student days, I spent hours in phone boxes. Um, not too far from Collins Avenue, actually, Paul. Um, I lived on Botanic Road at one stage and um, myself and my friend Christine, I don't know how much time we spent in the phone box down there and 20p coins were gold dust. They were like hen's teeth, you know, you just saved up your 20p to go um, and make the phone call home Um, and 20p got to, I don't know, five minutes and then Mommy and Daddy had to ring you back and finish the conversation. So you, um, of course, you. That was one of the phone, things. You get a phone call back. Yeah, in some boxes only. It wasn't everywhere, but um, we were privileged on Botanic Road. Yeah, and uh, you uh, just kept your back turned to the mounting queue of people waiting outside. For it. <laughs> Is she ever going to get off the phone? <laughs> but um, it was. Um, just chatting with my my friend the other just last night actually about it and she said they were she also remembered it and um, that they were essential especially if you were conducting a long distance or an intercounty relationship or a romance or an intercompany intercountry romance that uh, <laughs> where would we have been without the phone box wow. I didn't get my first mobile phone until years later <laughs> did you did you ever use a call card oh yeah yeah and um I recently moved house, so there's boxes everywhere, and I came across a collection of phone cards that I had as well. Um, and they're lovely. They're like the phone box as well. They kind of represented, you know, they were like an earth postage stamp. They tell you a little bit about what was going on at the time. I had one for Tony Fenton's hotline. You know, there was other ones with, um, I don't know. Oh, some you're bringing back memories. Like, you're a winner! Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Tony. Hello, Tony. Look, Emer, yeah. uh, did you come across one in Leitrim as well? What was happening in the one in Leitrim? Oh, no, well, I just used to, I used to take the bus up and down to to Dublin. I was studying in Dublin, so I'd be on the bus up and down the old um, N7 all the time. And there was one that just stopped. You'd be just looking out the window. There was phone boxes in every village you drove through. There was no bypass at the time. Yeah. And one that always caught my eye was I think it's the Pike of Russia it's down the Midlands somewhere um, I drove by there recently because there was roadworks going on so the road uh, took me on the detour went, I call and it I Route 66 you go on the old Route yeah. 66 and bypass the motorways <laughs> Emer thank you so much for joining us this morning and thank you for your memories I mean, you've sparked a lot of memories uh, this morning as well and phone box man Paul Murphy thank you for speaking to us